Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live from Empire's Comics Vault. Hey! Let's just get that group woo. My name is David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms listening to nothing but Led Zeppelin since I saw Thor. Just constant, every album Led on Zeppelin. repeat. All the Led Zeppelin. All the Led Zeppelin. Joining me, we're a, we're a twofer. Uh, a couple? A Sure. <laughs> Our deputy crusader. Promoted from junior? <laughs> Whatever. Greetsy! Oh! <coughs> <laughs> Oof. Like I'm not sure. Work, I like that you work on your sticks. I don't, I don't know how he does that every single time. That He does a, a really great dark side impression. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Manderson at This Manderson, which, uh, fun fact, is actually this is squishing one word, this Manderson on the Twitter, and that's it. Wait. What? <laughs> This is, it was too long, so I just went this, and it's actually this is Manderson. Did you know now you can do 50 characters? Like, so you're, you're, you're like, at has to say the same, but you can do 50 right. characters in your name. Oh. Because that's what Twitter needed. More. 50 characters in the name, 280, 280. characters in your tweets, not blocking racists. I re- that's not what they need. I refuse to go past 140. If I hit 140, I start <laughs> doing stop. characters. You're like, that, that's done. I'm, nope. I'm old school. Old, OG Twitter. Old school Twitter. Speaking of Twitter and any other social media platform, hey, oh. you can find anything related to the Capeless Crusaders at thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is your central hub. You can find everything related. You can find our articles, our blogs, other things. Twitch channel? Our Twitch channel. I watched you play some Hearthstone. Yeah. It made me re-download the app. I was okay. I played it twice. Yeah. Uh, and I stopped again. <laughs> I, did, I did all right. Yeah, you, you did. Our... You won one of the two games. One of the two? I watched two games. Oh, okay, I was about to say, I'm like, uh, that's pretty much all I want. And then my son was confused. He thought you were me. We look similar. We're twins. Literally, if you look at the feed right now, I am look twice the size of you. <laughs> yes, you can find our Twitch team, which is twitch.tv slash Crusaders. We go on there, we play games. Amy watches movies she's never seen before. On like, Twitch? She does. So she can't actually watch the movies. Which is kind of defeats the purpose. However, they have a copyright thing. But uh, uh, she watches and has like basically uh, has conversations with people as she reacts to movies that were like, "How have you never seen?" Like, okay, it's a list like a two hundred movie list, and it's it's sad. It's like Predator, Terminator, Godfather, like any classic movie, All and the also movies that we should have C- seen Citizen Kane, Rambo. I haven't seen Rocky. Citizen Kane. It's on my list now. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, you could join Amy and you can okay. watch it and react to it. Uh, but yeah, she can't actually show the movie itself because that violates their okay. co- policy, whatever. Uh, and our, our website and our entire show is actually uh, sponsored in part by Computer Booter, which is a local uh, Sacramento mobile device repair, computer repair, retro game lounge and sales place. Which is store. my favorite part of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah you've actually uh, Curtis has done some live streams from there. It's actually really entertaining. Oh. Yeah. It's super cool. Uh, so on this week's episode, we are going to go around the horn, which is going to be super impressive <laughs> with just two of us. It's just, even if we had a round table, it's more of just a volley. <laughs> it be, it's, just yeah. a, it's just a volley. Uh, the horn. Uh, we're also going to talk about some news, which there is a ton. So that's actually going to be the bulk of the show. Is all the news items that we're going to be talking. The news about. monkey got uh, an assistant. This news week. monkey is back from rehab. He's Good. doing. He's doing well. Um, yeah, he's ha- he's hired a team of capuchins. Kicked the bananas. Kicked those bananas. Uh, it is now on a strict, uh, high protein. He's in the keto diet. Actually, uh, things are going really well for him. He's like ripped out of his is. mind. He's actually evolving towards an orangutan. Oh, as, it's weird. It's like a Pokemon. Uh, okay. So when we're in a comic book store. Okay. 
specifically this comic book store, surrounded by these comic books, we like to go round the horn. Burr, 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 burr. I hate it. I hate it. I thought it was just going to be dead silent because <laughs> no one was here to do the stupid I, horn. I couldn't let it we go. We rallied the, the, the two people in the audience to do that. When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except, like you said, we no longer have a circular table. We have not had a circular table for a very long time. But we go around the horn, we talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. Oh. So, Manderson. That's news to me. Well, uh, you were supposed to prepare a couple. (laughs) Oh, good, I did. So, (laughs) thankfully, what did you read this week? Take Uh, it away. I've read issues one, two, and three of Union Street Choir, which is written by our very own uh, Ben Schwartz. And uh, of yeah, who owns the Empire's comics, and it is uh, drawn by uh, Newligan. I don't know his real name. It's on the comic, but I don't know it. Um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown. It's basically about this this gang of guys. They'll have cool nicknames, um, none of which I can remember except for Knuckles, who's a big bruiser. No, yeah, um, is my favorite. And uh, Rolly's in it. Is that the yeah, dog's name? Yeah. Rolly. He's he's in there as well. Oh, Sourdough hangs out with Rolly. Yeah, that's the name of that guy. Um, and basically, the the first uh, issue they encounter another gang called um, the Kings. They have a full name. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away as well. Um, you should pick it up. It's really good. I got done with the first issue, and was like, I I need the second and third right now. And uh, then I came about the second. And the next day came back and bought the third. And um, I hear rumor that the fourth one is in the works. It is in the works through a bootleg pub, which is their their publication uh, company. Uh, And you should always support local creators. You should, Shop local. There's a whole wall over there of local creators. Yeah. It's really well written. It feels very much like in an older style Mm -hmm. um, of storytelling um, and a really fun, creative way. It's fantastic. You should pick it up. I just stole your word. Wait, what, what, which word? Fantastic. 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 You, gotta, you gotta fantastic. It is fantastic. You gotta hit the ta-tastic. I'll, wor- I'll work on that. Thanks, man. Uh, the second one I, I read was, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, Superman. Oh. Um, it was I actually, thought it was gonna actually be a surprise. No, it's not a surprise. If anybody knows me, I'm a huge Superman fan. It was uh, the, the latest action comics, which finished, finished up the Mr. Oz arc, um, which we was revealed with, spoiler alerts, uh, Mr. Oz was Jarrell, his father, um, and Superman frees him from the clutches of the mystery man who we all know who is. And it sets up the uh, the next story arc, which Wait. is the Doomsday Clock. Wait, who's the mystery man? Um, I'm pretty sure it's Dr. Manhattan. So I thought that Mr. Oz... Was Mr. Manhattan? No, I thought it was uh, Ozymandias. Because that seemed like the obvious like Oz. And I thought that's how they were going to tie it in. But they, they didn't. That but is not what they did. Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. Well, is, Mr. Oz was Jarrell. Right. And then the mystery man is... yeah. Because they both disappear into like a blue flurry and there's like blue fingers in it. And there's just a big hanging blue uh, appendage. Sh- sure. Like, yes. There were not toes. <laughs> Feet are gross. Stop it. <laughs> David, what did you read yeah, this man, week? Let's, uh, woo. Oh, I read Squirrel Girl, but I'm not going to talk about it. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so I, I read a, a couple a couple books. Um, I actually, um, for those of you uh, keeping score at home, um, I went through and I listed the number of books that I read, the number of titles that come out monthly that I write, that I read. Uh, it is, uh, I found it is over 112 titles. Wow. So. I read maybe 40. Yeah, dude. It's slacking. I, no, I, I was, I, I'm like counting and I'm like, that's not possible. And then I realized it was. It was. Uh, so two things that I read this week, um, not from Marvel. Oh, Ooh, that's surprising. That is, that is yeah. legitimately surprising. So. 
I read Batman Lost, which is the one-shot tie-in to the Dark Knight's Metal uh, that focuses on uh, Bruce Wayne being trapped in the dark multiverse. Because we haven't seen him really since he got Exactly. He's, he, we just saw him like stuck in that battery, that he, big battery of bodies and... We don't know what's happening, yeah. um, so it, I don't want to give too much away because it's it's it, it it's really easy to spoil and it's really well done. Um, if Snyder is writing it, um, and I believe Tin Tinian, I believe Tinian is how you pronounce his uh, his his last name. He's the one drawing us. The art is beautiful. Tinian. Tinian. I sure. don't know. Uh, and it it's really cool because it's um, it's almost like what's going on in Batman's head. He it's it's like how they're keeping him trapped. And he's an old man and he's reading to his granddaughter and he's reading her favorite Batman stories. And basically, like, he he thinks something's wrong with the stories. He's like, this isn't how it worked. And she's like, no, that's the way it works, Grandpa. Like, you just keep forgetting. And it's him being stuck in this loop and, and reliving these stories. Uh, and that's how they basically get him, like he, like I said, like lock him up in there. He has a re-experience. And, they, and it ties into Grant Morrison's run. It ties into New 52. Um it just it does a really good job of explaining all these breadcrumbs that Snyder has picked up in order to create the the Dark Knight's metal story. So it's super well done, um, and I really enjoyed the one shots. I think the one shots are really solid. Um, the other thing that I read is, of course, from Image, because Image is the best. They are, yeah. They're just just Marvel and DC. I love you. I would drop reading all those titles for, a, Im- for Image. Image is title. the best. Yeah. Image is, is Image is so good. Uh, so the the book that I read was Port of Earth. It's uh, it's just came out issue number one. Um, Port of Earth is basically uh, it's about first contact with aliens. Um, but that first contact, they don't come in peace. They don't come in war. They come in the name of business. They come in the name of industry. Are they like Ferengi? Basically, it's like a huge conglomeration that basically acts kind of like Ferengi. Okay. Yeah, yeah, big nerd. Uh, and <laughs> that's it, why you have me here, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, and and it's really cool because it's basically these aliens. They don't care about us at all, except for the fact that their ships run on water. And they need a port to refuel at when they're on their way, like on their missions. And we have a ton of water and they don't have to use a lot of it. So basically in exchange to, to like help with like all of our power issues, all of our, our financial woes, like all the issues the world's experience, they put this port out in the middle of the ocean and their ships land and take some of our water and then go on their way. And it's it's just that's that's the way like it is now. And I'm like, I, this is a really interesting concept. Yeah. But what the story focuses on is the security force whose job it is to prevent aliens from leaving the port. Because the aliens are not supposed to interact with humans. They're not supposed they're, they're just there to refuel and then go. But some aliens like stow away on ships and some just wander out and they start killing people. And where there's a security force who it's their job to stop these aliens. Um, but it's it's much more uh it's the word I'm looking for. It's much darker than that. It's it's not just it's much more sinister what's happening. Um, and then the issue ends. So it's just, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the artwork is great. Um, it's really I've never it's a it's a completely new concept to me. Like I've never heard of anything like this before. Um, so if you're a big fan of sci-fi, I think you should check it out. It's a really good book. I will. You will. I appreciate you taking my uh, my advice. So that about wraps it up for around the horn. Now, like I said, we got some news coming up for all of you. A ton of news. Lots of comic book news. Uh, today, last week, a couple days ago, it's just it's all over the place. Tomorrow, uh, possibly tomorrow. Okay. The news monkey has uh, he, he is working on uh, time machine, oh. so that he can go forward. He can find out who's leaving Marvel to go to DC next, and then so come then back and surprised. warn us. So then we're not surprised. We're just like, okay, we knew that. Yeah, we knew Stanley was going to go work for DC any day now. Like it was just a matter of time. Thank you, news monkey. You think that's going to happen? 
I, he doesn't even work for Marvel anymore. Yeah. <laughs> He's working on his own indie stuff. He's going to start showing up in all the DC movies too. <laughs> I would be okay with that. I would be okay if it was just a, a nod to the fact that he is, like, at this point, the grandfather of all comic books. Yeah. If he was just, like, popping up, like, Superman just flies away and all of a sudden there's a mailman just like, oh, and oh. it's Stan Lee. I'd be okay with it. Uh, so first off, we're going to talk about Thor. Thor Ragnarok, which you're you're very familiar with, right? You you've seen it multiple times. You've enjoyed it. Yeah, you, I've uh, seen it stuck once around a day for both the after credit scenes. There's a secret third one that nobody knew. No. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen it so much. You haven't seen it yet, so, have you? No, I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry. I've seen it twice. Um, it it's I I love it. I I had so much fun with it. I think you should go see it. I'm not. I'm gonna not gonna try spoil anything. Oh, in this I, little bit, I will see it. Right, sweet. We're gonna go see it. Yeah, she <laughs> she your wife is over there with up. your two kids being like, yeah, let's go to a movie, Dad. <laughs> like, it'll be great. Maybe so, Avia will come. Uh, yeah. I, uh, Can I, real quick? Yes. Uh, out of the three Thors. Oh, easily top. Best one? Best okay, one. Okay, all right. Um, so I liked, the first one to me was fun. I love that the first one established the character. The second one, a lot of people love to hate. I didn't I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. I did not hate it. I. I it wasn't like... Oh wow! Like it didn't break any, you know, any of my, yeah. no, it didn't break the mold on anything. Um, but this one just, it took it to another level. Um, primarily, um, and this is, is this is totally related. Um, in an interview, Chris Hemsworth basically said that Kevin Smith, who is the voice of fandom at this point, pretty much said he he you know kind of talked some crap about the first two Thor movies, and he was talking about how it wasn't you know really his favorite character they weren't really handling it well and chris hemsworth took that to heart because chris hemsworth was kind of over the character he was he was ready to almost call it quits and so that kind of kick in the pants from kevin smith you know the like i said the voice the you know <clears throat> silent bob the, yeah. the silent voice of nerds um pretty much hemsworth at that point was like kevin smith didn't doesn't think i'm doing thor very well we need to change it and that's why they made huge sweeping changes to the character like it, at his core he's the same but obviously you know from the trailer he cuts his hair and he loses his hammer that's not a spoiler no yeah that was, i saw that yeah that so happens in the trailer. from what i've seen loses hammer yes gets captured yes cuts hair yes meets his work buddy yeah, aka yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hulk yeah creates the revengers yeah they save the day yeah, it's pretty okay. Yeah, so I don't. Uh, that, that means I'm not going to spoil anything then, because that Great. just spoiled okay. it. That's that's the base of the movie. <laughs> Goodbye, is, is Loki in it? Loki's in it. Oh, spoiler! Uh, spoiler! <laughs> uh, and actually, the, my my favorite part about the whole thing was that uh, Taika Taika Watiti, the director, um, he was actually four characters in the movie. Oh, was he? Yeah, that's fun. He, uh, he was the when they had to do stand-in like reshoot stuff for the Hulk. He stood in for the Hulk. So I, I imagine <laughs> that was him just standing there like. Like flexing and then yelling and then running around just so you could be like, okay, CG him in there. Uh, there's a two-headed or three-headed uh, ogre-like creature. He's one of the heads. Okay. Of the three-headed ogre beast, he's one of the heads. Um, so he's not a noticeable character. He just stands. There's up for one CG. that he is noticeable. Okay. All right. uh, Korg, who is the uh, the stone creature. Uh, he actually originally was just again he was just kind of going to stand in and he was just going to talk to Hemsworth like talk over some of the lines and they love what he did so much because he's just this giant rock gladiator who talks just like the most chill like New Zealand dude ever like he just he's just like hi hey, man I'm like yeah hey, we're gonna go get on that shit <laughs> and you're like that's I, I love it like I love every when he just comes in when he like blows <laughs> someone away and he's just like hey man like I'm all ah it's so good I, it's so much fun that's the thing it's if you're looking for like a serious like dark comic book movie. I mean, Justice League comes out, so whatever. But um, <laughs> we'll get our contrast. Yeah, but Thor That's was what just, I really want in a movie. Thor was just all fun. It was all fun. Like it was no, there was no. I mean, there was some serious 
some serious parts to it, but I thought it, it, it was a great nod to Simonson, to Kirby, just the bright, over-the-top, like, huge figure, larger-than-life figures, larger-than-life characters. I thought it was a ton of fun. I put it actually in my top three of Marvel movies. It, it, really? it worked its way up there. A lot of people are, they look at me like I'm crazy because they think it's nothing like top five or top ten. I just seriously enjoyed it. Top three. What's number one? Uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Two? Avengers. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, and then, but like number four, there's like six movies tied for number four. So it's oh. really, it's not, it's not, it's like, it doesn't take a lot. You just kind of, you, you wiggle your way up and then it's just like Iron Man and, and, and all of them. Okay. I'll ask you that next podcast. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll be here a while otherwise. <laughs> we have more news to talk about. Yes. So the news part about uh, about Thor is basically just some numbers. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, uh, we, we, we used to have number guys. Uh, none of them are here. Um, but so far, the movie has earned $154 uh, million dollars domestic. That sounds good. That is that is, is that pretty good? good. Okay. That is pretty good. Right. Um, foreign, it's uh, it's made three hundred and fifty four. Oh, million. see, that sounds really good. Yeah. So what total its budget worldwide is five hundred nine million three hundred eighty nine. Blah blah blah. Uh, its budget that would have been helpful for me to know. Why Sorry, I shouldn't have asked the question. No, if, man, you're good. That that usually is like right here on this website that I use. I'm not even going to name the website. I'm not even going to name drop because it. Because it's not doing a good job right yes, now. But I can tell you it definitely it, it, yeah, yeah, it, it made it a budget. Back. If it had a budget a that bit. big, yeah. Yeah, it's, big. it's doing yeah. pretty well. Um, it is, it got a couple, you know, like like the six highest opening weekend movie in November. Like, you know, those stupid facts that you're just like, okay, the, that's nobody, way too yeah, specific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I think it's it's doing well. It's going to continue to do well. Um, there's rumor that it might get a fourth, just because it's doing so well. I don't know if Hemsworth wants to do it, but Taika Waititi is like, I already got an opening scene for the next one. There and there are other Thors that we could possibly. There are bring so in. many other Thors, except for this weird thing they do with the hammer that kind of makes it seem like there can't be other Thors. I'm not going to spoil that for you. Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> I really wanted. Thor, Jane Foster Thor. I would be totally down that with that. Be, yeah. like, my concern is it might not be possible in the movie universe. Uh, in other news, so sad. this has come in and out of uh, the the comic, the the forums and the websites, and there's there's hush talks and there's big booming articles about the supposed takeover of. Uh, I can't remember if it's 20th or 21st Century Fox at this point. 20, 21st, 21st Century Fox. Century. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Disney is interested in buying. Like a massive chunk of the company, uh, basically the production side, wow. in order to give them, like I said, 21st Century Fox would now be under Disney. So apparently there these talks were happening, then they weren't happening, now they're happening again. We don't actually know if they're happening. So if this happens, yes, what does that mean for anything comic book related? That is the question because comics are what we talk about. That's here what we're here for on the Capeless Crusaders. It would mean that the Fantastic Four and the X Men, two of the biggest uh, franchises that have ever existed, would all be under Disney Marvel. Okay, so which could be good. Which could be good. Uh, in my opinion, it would be. I would be more excited for what. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't. I've never known the word. Is it fantastic? <laughs> that has nothing to do. Oh, well, actually, no. No, it, it would. It would not be. I wouldn't care so much about like the Fantastic Four. I'd care about like the auxiliary characters that come with the Fantastic Four. Because there's a lot of like races and specific villains that because they fall under the Fantastic Four umbrella, they yeah. can't touch them. Gotcha. Um, like Galactus. Yeah, Galactus. Um, for example, on the other side, X Men, the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, they had to be. 
created. Yeah. They were like manufactured in our in the Marvel universe as opposed to being mutants. They can't use the term mutants at all. Right. But because they were under the Avengers umbrella, Marvel Studios had the rights to them. So it, it's like I, I think a lot of the stuff around the peripherals, a lot of the extra characters, a lot of the extra races could be packed in. Exactly. They would all be associated with that. Open and up the storytelling. Exactly. Exactly, Manderson. You know where I'm going from. Uh, it, it would be so much more than just another Fantastic Four movie, so much more than just another X-Men movie. Do you think they'd try that again? I think they'd have to. As Steve's, if you're watching, I think they would try that again. <laughs> and I hope that they do. <laughs> Why is that directed at Steve's? Because he gave a rant last time I was on about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay, so I, I, I feel like, I think they would. I think it would probably be, they'd probably do it well. That's the thing. They would do it. Yes. They would do it well. Um, I'm not sure... I'm not sure if I want to see it. Not in a. I'm not interested in those characters. I'm not seeing interested in what Disney's doing. I just don't know if I care about them anymore. Because of what Fox did. Not even because or... of what Fox is doing. Because of the comics too. Like I, I got bored of the Fantastic Four. I okay. like that they've been gone. I like that the comics right now are hinting at them coming back. I like that they've been gone. I like that they weren't in the forefront. Yeah. You know, I, I like that Mr. Fantastic isn't just screwing everything up like he always does, including his relationships, and just being a terrible dad. You are a wonderful dad. Reed Richards could learn from you. All right, I'll uh, give him a ring. Appreciate that. Do you have his phone number? I do. Okay. Uh, it's a bunch of force. Um, and like I said, the, <laughs> the X-Men, <laughs> the X-Men universe would also be involved, which again, I would care about like the peripheral, like those like weird, like off the cuff, like strange, you know, creations from Jim Lee and, and Grant Morrison, like, you know, their weird Zorn and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't care so much about Magneto and Professor X and Wolverine, obviously I'd be totally down with Wolverine because let's be serious. Hugh Jackman? No, I wouldn't be Hugh Jackman. They would recast him because oh. Hugh Jackman said he's done because of skin cancer. I pointed at my nose because it was specifically on his nose. Oh, That's right. what he was. His, he had kept getting like he had kept on like get chunks cut off his face. Oh, <laughs> is that news to you? So, so we're talking about news. So. If if they were if this did happen, what would what would what would you want to see? Was there anything you would want to see? Yet? Would you care? I think so uh, a little bit. Um, Silver Surfer. Ah, oh, good call. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the Silver Surfer, but my dad is a big Silver Surfer fan. He had Silver Surfer number one oh, back in the day, like like the number one. Wow. Yeah, he just he was kind of like I was as a kid, like oh, comic books, and he just go buy one off of like the grocery store yeah, yeah. thing. And he had some uh, pretty old ones. I think my brother foe jacked him from my dad, so I didn't get him. <sighs> What's your brother's name? His name is Steven. Steven. If you're watching, which I know you are, is he the one in the military? Yeah. We're coming for you. Um, I am not coming for you. I know how this ends. I've tried it before. You've never had me before, Manderson. I don't think... Uh, I'm trying to think of a witty name. like Because you're, you're Matthew Anderson, so it's Manderson. I'm trying to think of a... Standerson? He generally goes by Sanderson. Sanderson. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Just give it back. He's man. coming for you. I'll be behind him. <laughs> Just watching the mayhem. Hey, okay. uh, so yeah, it's, dude, Silver Surfer. I'd be totally down with, with, but like Silver Surfer not being tied to Galactus. Like they could just do his own solo thing. Yes, where he's just flying around being awesome. I would like to. I mean, that's for Marvel because I'm a DC guy. I grew up more DC. Usually, the movies get my interest, and then I find things that I like. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I've read a little bit of Silver Surfer here and there, but I think like getting that um, spotlight on him would really spark some interest in that character and hopefully bring him back because I want to see him in some of the stuff they're writing now. I think it would be really fun to see that. He would have he would have worked great because he was part of the whole like Planet Hulk storyline, uh, which 
tied a lot into Thor Ragnarok, so he could have been in there, but too late now. Yeah. Um, have you read the the most recent um, drawn by Michael Allred, written by Dan Slott, Silver Surfer Run? I have not. It just ended. Apparently, it was a very emotional ending. Uh, I was about six issues in when I when I fell off. It was really well done. Right. Um, not obviously, it's one of those Dan Slott. He's not going to be like a traditionalist, but I, th- I think you would enjoy it. Um, so we don't know if this is actually going to happen. There's, I mean, everyone's like, oh, monopolies, and I'm like, <laughs> when's the last time we enforced what we try to stop a uh, singular from joining up with Pac Bell and AT and T? Like, we don't stop monopolies anymore. <laughs> like, we don't, we we don't care. Corporations are the biggest people on the planet, and uh, I. But this is one of those ones I'd be totally fine with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, monopolies are bad, but, but I, if I got, you know, okay. if Wolverine could hang out with, you know, they could do the fastball special, I might, you know, let all my morals just go out the window. Uh, comics will do that to you. Comics do that to you. They just bend your and warp your view of the world. Uh, in other news, coming out. Bending? No. This, uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Dang it, that would be a great segue, but I don't want to talk about that yet. I wanted to talk about Punisher and Justice League because they are both coming out next week. On the 17th, wait, 18th. But, uh, 17th for Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, 17th for both. Yeah, for both? they're dropping okay, at the yeah. same time. They're going to go head to head. So, which one are you more excited for? Uh, you're a big, I know you're a big Frank Castle guy. You're big into white go go boots. I've seen your white go go boots. That's, Don't lie to yeah, me. that's what I was for Halloween the past I know, 10 I know, years. I know Son of Manderson is going to, He's someday those will be his white go go boots. They will be, yeah. Yeah. We're getting them resized for him actually next year. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you know, actually, Punisher was probably the first Marvel movie, like the first Punisher movie that I was really excited about and actually bought. No way. Uh, Yeah. Um, And I didn't like I I had seen stuff about the Punisher. Again, I think either my dad or my brother had a Punisher lying around. And so I kind of knew I thought he was like, oh, he's like the Batman of Marvel. That's what I thought back in the day. He's not the Batman of Marvel. Um, But. When I saw the trailer, I'm like, this looks really good. I went and saw it in the theater. I think I actually saw it twice. Um, I bought the movie, watched it a bunch. I think we lost in a move, which means my wife probably lost in a move. On purpose. Because she didn't like it. <laughs> um, but it's on Netflix now, so it's Yeah, fine. it is. Um, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, I'm excited for both in different ways because like, there's, I feel like there's difference between this big giant movie that's going to be epic and it has all these big characters that we've only seen once together on screen. And it was a cheesy movie back in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Punisher. It's going to be more drawn out and there's going to be, I, I like, I like Radio. comic book shows more than comic book movies because I feel like comic books tend to be episodic when right. it comes to, right. So <clears throat> that's real hard. It, for need, me to it, needs, say. it needs the whole arc. Well, I mean, yes. and, and again, it's like you even said, they're, they're, Two completely different styles of story. Yes. You have a classic superhero story versus a very, like, you know, down-to-earth, gritty, real, realistic, um, not really superhero. I mean, there are some kind of weird superpowers. Yeah. But overall, like, there, it's, you know, it's mainly going to be just hyper-violent machine gun. It's stuff that could happen in real life. Exactly. It would yeah. be terrifying if it did. It but would, it, yes. But it could be, could be real. Yeah, and maybe that's what I like so much about those is that more it's more down to earth. It's less grandiose and Hulks and Supermans and stuff like that. It's true. It's true. I mean, if you if you if you watch the Justice League trailers, uh, I'm I which just, I've I, had multiple times. I just like I just it's it's and it, it's not even that that bad. But I just roll my eyes. I'm just like, oh, look, Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa with a trident, like ooh, like, and then you got you know, 
Ezra Miller just being just a fanboy about everything. And uh, that's and then Ben Affleck. Affleck, yeah, yeah, that's Ben Affleck. Who uh, uh, there's there's some people have shown like the some of the scenes that were reshot. It's like, can you tell the difference? And they show Ben Affleck, and I'm like, yeah, he let himself go before he reshoots. <laughs> he's just he's just his whole beard and like, his whole face is just like like not as defined anymore. He's just like got a little round, and he's like, oh crap, I have to go back in. I have to go back onto this diet. I have to. Uh. So it, too much effort. Too <laughs> much effort for the Batfleck. I mean, I'm. When I do reshoots, it it doesn't matter. I just stay the same. (laughs) You you always look the same. You've had to reshoot a lot in your film career. So many times. Uh, As I'm trying to think of something witty that you would be. um, Is a uh, stop sign post. Um, I get it because I'm skinny. That's that's all I get. Okay, I apologize. Uh, But I, it's almost like I don't know what to be. Curtis and I had this conversation. I don't know what to be excited about when it comes to Justice League. Like it it. Like it's, I'm not one of those people. It's like, oh, I'm so excited to see them all together. I, cause I don't have that connection to the characters. Right. So like when Avengers, I was like, holy crap, like Thor, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, like Hawkeye, Black Widow, all on the screen together. I'm excited. This one, I'm just kind of like the Wonder Woman movie was good. It was great. Yeah. What am I talking about? It was great, except for the last 20 minutes. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Did I hit that T-Ray? Except for the last 15 to 20 minutes you did. Yes. Um, They were just completely unnecessary. And then- I didn't, you know, Batman vs Superman was just it was a it was kind of a train wreck. It was like it was like a train wreck that had like no casualties. So it was like it like it, you know, it lost it, a lot of money okay. and like the, you know, they had to like repair the train and repair the but at least no one died. You know, like that's as opposed to, you know, like a train wreck that like had like a tanker and it exploded and it killed 50 people and destroyed a small town. Like that would have been fantastic for that one. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been that. Uh, but it also had a sewage cart on there that then like put out the fire with sewage. Um, yeah, that's so bad. I'm I'm I want to be excited. I, I want to be excited just because when comic book movies do good, the whole industry does good. When comic books do good, the whole, when, when one publisher is doing well, everyone is doing well because there are more people in stores. There are more people buying. So even if, you know, even if Marvel is still 40% of the market and DC is 30% of the market, like if, if Marvel's doing well, people are going to buy DC because they're going to walk into a store and they're going to be like, Oh, I love Batman. They're going to, you know, it's, it's, if, if one's winning, we're all winning. So I want it to do well. I mean, even like the short runtime is kind of concerning to me. Like the fact that it's shorter than like Suicide Squad even was. I think maybe they learned from Batman v Superman because that was two and a half hours long. The extended is three. And while I enjoyed it and I'm rewatching it right now to get ready. Um, You're I think, on your iPad right now. You yeah, that's, what's hap- that's what is happening right here. Hold on. This is my favorite. <laughs> um, I, th- even when I went and saw it in the theater, um, there were certain parts of like, this seems really kind of drawn out. And yeah. some of it was a little unnecessary. Yeah. And my wife will attest that when we walked out and she asked me, what do you think? I said, that it was everything I wanted in that movie. And in hindsight, it wasn't everything I wanted yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah. But I was like, there was the hype when I left. But there were still points that whilst I enjoyed it the first time and every time since then, there's certain things that just like dragged. Right. So maybe in this one, they're like, we don't want it to feel like it's dragging. We want it to be exciting and fun. So let's cut out some of the stuff that drags. And then if it doesn't do well, they will just release do the an extended. extended yes, edition. yes. <laughs> and be like, this See, one, this one is three hours. DC's come up with their formula. Yeah, their, their formula is is just terrible. Well, I mean, I like I said, I, I want it. I want to enjoy it. Uh, I'm. The soundtrack's good. The, so, 
here we had this conversation uh we have that in the crusader group text uh it's how we communicate uh it's actually a very uh intricate web of uh both carrier pigeons uh rats with rubber bands around their bodies uh and go figure capuchin monkeys i only get the rats because i'm a deputy exactly yeah we just we just send like a like a disease ridden rat out to uh cameron park or wherever you live now um so where, where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, in the group text, the pigeons and the monkeys and everything. Uh, we were talking. I I am so incredibly over this trend of covering classic rock songs for movie trailers. The fact that like the New Mutants is using like the We Don't Need No Education, like the Pink Floyd, but it's just like the creepy voices doing it. And I'm like, okay, now we got the- so the come together for Justice League. I'm again, I'm over the trend. That that song is still awesome yeah. because. You know, we like Curtis and I. We bonded over uh, uh, Gary Clark Jr. Um, just the, he he does an amazing job with it because he's an extremely talented guitarist, and the song is really cool. But just this whole trend of classic rock songs being used for trailers, I'm just I'm kind of over it. it. But Thor is the not because it's Marvel and not I'm giving it a free pass, but it wasn't a cover of some classic rock song. They, they actually the got stuff. the rights yeah. to. Uh, to Led Zeppelin, the Led Zeppelin song, which is not like it's unheard of. Like uh, my wife was telling me, like that doesn't happen. Like Led Zeppelin is like, no, we, you, they don't let you edit it, they don't let you use it. And I don't know what it was. Like Tycho went in there and he's like, hey, man, like maybe I'm, they're just huge Thor fans. Maybe they're big New Zealand fans. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know which one it is. I, I, Thor is probably more probably, like, yeah. or or just New Zealand is cool. Yeah, or they just they, they have they, they fight. Maybe they finally need money. I don't know. I doubt um, that's true. So I I'm over that, but that that soundtrack so far is I've I listened to the soundtrack a little bit. I think it was kind of cool. Yeah. How do you feel about the weaving in of the '89 Batman theme and the Christopher Reeve Superman? I theme? love that. Me I too. think that as nods to the classic characters, I think that is extremely valuable, and I think that was really well done. Yes. I had a thought on that. Yes. I feel like people don't like the new Superman because he's kind of like broody and stuff. Everybody wants the old Superman, and that could be the push to bring back a more bright hopeful and happy happy sure happy <laughs> superman yeah, so that's, as, that's as he like. comes out wearing black armor and everything because he's been dead yeah i mean it's not his fault that's how the kryptonian thing works yeah it's, i guess so i don't know i, don't, I like that i like cavill as superman i i like cavill as superman so much more than i like affleck as batman i will agree with that yeah yeah that's a friend of the show henry cavill um I don't know if he's actually. Friend Is of the he? Show. Yeah. Okay. You know who's actually friend of the show? Scott Who? Snyder. He follows oh. us on Twitter. Uh, so unrelated. Actually, no, totally related because Scott Snyder writes for DC. You know who else writes for DC now? Brian Michael Bendis. Hey. Oh. There's there that ham-fisted segue. So Brian Michael Bendis, after a 17-year-long stint career, really at Marvel Comics, he dropped 75 pounds, and then he also lost weight because he's moving over to DC. That 75 pounds were all the Marvel books that he was writing because he was writing a bunch oh, of right. them. Oh, right, okay. It was a stretch. Yeah, he was writing like five or six, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> He's been writing a lot of titles. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Iron Man. Uh, Defenders. Defenders. Um, he Guardians of the Galaxy. Was doing for Guardians a while. for a little while. Uh, I'm missing one. Spider-Man. Miles yep, Morales. Yep, yep, Spider-Man. Yep. 
He's been doing he's been doing a ton. And yeah. so this is a lot of people call this just a massive shakeup. Like this is huge. This is like Brett Favre saying he's retiring and then going to the Vikings, which is a good point to bring up because I'm a Packers fan and Manderson and I'm a Vikings is a, is a fan. Vikings and I still fan. don't like Brett Favre because he didn't win us that Super Bowl. Well, he should have retired. He sh- yeah, he yeah, should he have. really should. You guys real close though. Yeah, real, real close. close. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, people call. Okay, let me. How about this? Uh, Peyton Manning going from the Colts to the Broncos. I mean, okay. Yeah, because we don't care. Yeah, we don't. Um, care. So <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis, Joe is- Montana going to the Chiefs. I forgot he did that. That was way back. That was in the a day. terrible move. Yeah. Uh, so Bendis, first off, created Jessica Jones, created Miles Morales, and most recently created Riri Williams. He was uh, my favorite Marvel character right now. He has a thing for alliteration: Jessica Jones, Miles Morales, Riri Williams. Um, so <laughs> we he, almost had it. <laughs> uh, I think he got that from Stan Lee, though. Stan Lee is really—I mean, Peter Parker. Yeah, like, they're all well, those like classic comic book names. Yeah, a lot of alliteration. Like that, yeah. Um, so he's done a lot. He's basically been almost like the guiding force for Marvel for a really long time. Um, and now he's heading across the pond of sorts um, and going to, to D.C. So people are calling it the the last nail in the Marvel coffin. I didn't know there was a coffin being built. Neither did I, which okay. is why I don't agree with those people. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Uh, I... It's one of those things. It's not. It it's upsetting to me because I love Bendis and I love what he's been writing. So it's not that I'm unhappy that he's leaving because he's got a a multi year, multi faceted contract. That's what it's being described as. So that means stability. That means job security. That means good money. That means creative creative control, which is totally awesome. I'm I'm totally for that. Um, it just bums me out because the stuff he's done at Marvel has been, it's been great. It's been some of my favorite stuff. Like I'm one of those people. I really appreciate what Bendis does. It, it's not always perfect. I mean, no writer is ever perfect hundred percent of the time. Like, I'm, I mean, I love Alan Moore, but the dude is a creepy enigmatic <laughs> wizard who, you know, uses <laughs> abuse in too many of his stories, but his swamp thing is just. It's real good. Just, uh, Thank, thanks again for tuning me into that one. I got you, man. I got you. Um, so. Yeah, there he yeah. is. So I'm 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 okay with it, in that it, it's gonna be cool to see what he could do. Like he could, I mean, he, there's so many characters right now. But DC has this renaissance right now where they're bringing back a lot of characters, and it's like I'm not saying Mr. Miracle was gone, but Mr. Miracle under Tom King. Oh, like, I need to pick that back up. It's thanks for reminding me, dude. I I was just talking to Ben. There are more DC comics in my box right now than there have ever been in the twelve. 13 years that I've been shopping here. Like I have never had this many DC books in there right now. And part of it is because metal has a billion titles, which is, you know, yeah, that'll help. but it's, it's, they're doing a lot of good things. They're doing a lot of great things right now. And Bendis, I think he'll, I think he'll do well. Um, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to see his titles at Marvel, you know, get passed on. But Marvel is also has a ton of young talent right now. Like they have so many good young writers right now at Marvel. Jason Aaron, like heading all up. Like Chip Zdarsky is at Marvel. Like you got Zdarsky. Zdarsky's so much fun. Everything he does is just everything he touches turns into weird, just just poop shaped gold. Like it's 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 like <laughs> that's what he does. Is it smiling? It's smiling away and making money. So I'm I'm okay with it. Because I don't think Marvel is done in any way, shape, or form. Nah, I don't think so. I it, think it'll be good for. I think it'll be good for everybody, really. Because, yeah. like you said, when when one does well, the other does well. Um, and with DC trying to bring back a lot of stuff and even push stuff forward, 
something that I've enjoyed that Bendis has done um, with Marvel is he has these younger characters that are maybe for a little while taking over the mantle of somebody, but then they end up coming in and supporting or even having their own title because there's two Spider-Mans. Presumably there'll be an Ironheart and an Iron Man. I really hope that that happens. And they don't get rid of Riri Williams. If you get rid of Riri Williams, Marvel, I will stop reading all the Marvel except for probably Squirrel Girl. (laughs) So don't do that. Um, But I think bringing something like that to DC... Is good, and and what I like about what what it did and what he did is that it didn't get rid of Tony Stark, it didn't mm. get rid of Peter Parker. It just created these other characters that add to the to the mythos and yeah. add to the story, and give like a younger voice because they're all younger characters. Oh, yeah. And you can reboot Spider Man over and over again. He's seventeen and he like has to age or whatever. You don't have to age in comics, <laughs> I guess, but having like Peter Parker be established and then have Miles Morales come along and uh, be that younger voice doing something like that on the DC side, I think would be a lot of fun. I would probably uh, drop some of the stuff that I'm reading that's more established to pick something new up that he did Mm. um, that fills a younger uh, voice and mantle, but still feels like maybe even a similar power set or a similar um, characteristic um, on the, on the DC side. I I think uh, 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 there, there's a there's a book that I've always I've never read I've never actually picked any up and I've never gotten the appeal um, I have a ton of it in my collection because it was gifted to me I've never actually looked at it is the uh, Legion of Superheroes I've never yeah. been I've never just it's not even that I'm not a fan I've just never actually given it a chance um, but that seems to me like something that Bendis could take just because I, I just like going through like like you know because you can go through a Wikipedia and you can become an expert. Um, so I know a lot about Legion of Superheroes, I just haven't actually read Legion of Superheroes. I think like that could be something he could step into, and it's just that's that would be the ultimate playground for him, and he could do amazing things. Um, it like a lot of people, a lot of people's issues with Bendis, guys like Bendis, there are a couple of them still at Marvel, are that they. They bring that, as people say, they bring diversity for diversity's sake, which I think is a crap argument. But that's what people—that's people's issue. Okay. I I I think it's a crap argument, but yeah. um, it's funny because now everyone's like, "Bendis is going to DC." Yeah, Bendis is going to DC, and it's like you're the ones who complain that he had like Iron Man die and then be replaced by a young black girl, and they're like, "Oh, just shoehorning in this." You know, these other types of people, like, what are we doing? And now you're going to go over to D.C. And it's like, what if he just all of a sudden is like, yeah, Batgirl? Hmm, let's see. Uh, she's Chinese. Uh, she's gay. Uh, she's 13. And they're going to be like, what? What is he What is he doing? And I'm like, that's that's what, like, Bendis, he gives, he gives tons of voices. Not just, like, young. He gives, yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, sometimes it's uh, not his place to give those voices. But he does create these characters and then opens up something that someone else can step into and then bring a completely diverse idea and view to comics. And I think that's a good thing. I think DC is due for that because DC yes. is DC is doing so well right now. They could take the hit of a couple of fanboys being like, "Uh, I don't want this, you know, social justice warrior writing my comic books and they could leave and DC would be like, okay, we're still good because like metal and, and right, yeah. white knight and doomsday clock and everything's going. So they could take that hit. Uh, just like Marvel was able to take that hit, and Marvel takes that hit all the time. They're still they still have the lion's share of the market, uh, but they know that they can they can do that. They can take risks and they can go for it. And guys like Bendis are the dudes that like to take those risks. 
So I think it's good. I think it's great for DC. I think it f- opens up a void in Marvel that can just be backfilled with so much young talent. I I don't see how it's a negative in any way. Yeah, I I can't see any negatives either. And and, and like and like I said, I'm like Legion of Superheroes. Like any, you know Bendis. You you've read Bendis. Are there any characters that you really want to see him take on? Like I, I there's there's polls online. You know, there's like who Snyder and who Capulo are going to take next. Yeah. Who t- what who Tom King is going to take next? Which I'm I'm down with all of those. But Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis. The man who created Jessica Jones, Riri Williams, Miles Morales, if he stepped into the DC, when he steps into the DC universe. Take over a specific title. Take over a specific title. Character or team, who would you want to see him take over? Um, That's a great question. I, I, I did read some of the, the rumors on maybe him doing Legion of Superheroes. Okay, yeah. I also have peripherally encountered them, and I'm not super knowledgeable there. Uh, I think it would be fun to see him maybe jump into uh, again going with the. I don't know why I think he's good at younger voices, but doing like Teen Titans or Titans or something yeah, yeah. like that would be really good. Um, maybe jumping into. I w- I would love to see him take over an established team like that, um, even the Justice League, because you can mess with teams and it's yeah. still the team and and create a new character that comes in and rounds out. Um, those teams, because that's what he's been good at, right. is right. taking established stuff, creating a new character, and and having it augment and even improve upon everything that's there. Um, I don't think that he would do that with Justice League, because I don't think they'll let him. Like Justice yeah. League is just too big. But I can see him doing Teen Titans or the Titans and doing something like that. Um, and then, yeah, I think it would. The the Legion of Superheroes hasn't been touched in a while. And there, if I recall correctly, there's a lot of time travel because they're from the 31st century. Yeah. So there's even more you could do with that by bringing in characters um, from different time periods. Because if they can time travel, then why not? I have I have two that I know besides Legion of Superheroes that I know he would do great, and that I want to see. Partially because I think he would do them well. Partially because I miss those characters. Um, and one of them is Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it, when I said Justice League, he popped into my head. Yeah, Martian Manhunter is been gone for a while. He'd be really, I think he'd be a great addition. I think Bendis could handle him very well. Uh, and then in that time, I completely forgot who the second character that I thought of was gonna be. So now I'm stretching out my words, sounding like this. Is he another green guy? No, no, not a Green Lantern. I was thinking um, Swamp Thing, but not Swamp Thing. No, no, because I, I want um, I, I Tom King's doing the Winter Special. Have you heard about this? Nope. Oh, man. Other news. Other news. Um, Tom King, who is just amazing right now. He's writing Batman. He wrote Vision. He wrote Sheriffs of Babylon. He's just, he's so good. Um, He's doing the uh, Swamp Thing Winter Special, which is a one shot. Um, It's written, uh, written by Tom King, drawn by Jason Fabok, Fabok, who's just an insanely talented young artist. Um, And it's a, it's just a one shot story about Swamp Thing. He's in like the frozen tundra. He's disconnected from the green and he's trying to save this kid. And they're being chased by like a Yeti-like monster, uh, and then the other, and then the other part of it is Len Wein, who is the creator of Swamp Thing, was due to come back. He was going to start writing for DC again. He was going to start writing Swamp Thing again. And then, he, and then unfortunately, last year he passed away. Yeah. No, this year he passed away. So they're publishing his story, um, okay. the, the first one. And it, it never, it, um, the series was not finished, but they're publishing the first one. Um, so I'd be down. I'm, I I want like Snyder and Capulo to take over Swamp Thing, though. I'd be totally okay with that. Uh, still can't remember who the character was. 
that I, I tried was to give you time. Of. I'm sorry. Well, so then I started talking. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just going. I should have talked. Um, uh, who was it? I wasn't. I thought. I think he'd be okay on. He'd be cool on Super Sons. I think he'd be good. Yeah. Uh, in Super Sons, and Martian Manhunter, and I can't remember the other one that I was thinking of. Do you have any other that you think? Uh, Come up well, with something so because I, can think. I was thinking of how he likes to do diverse things and kind of shake things up. Um, something that could potentially not anger a lot of people, <laughs> but still cause that would be um, pulling in the Robin from the Dark Knight Returns. Like make that part oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's already an established female character that mm-hmm. people would be like, oh yeah, that's maybe it's not canon, but it's somebody that we already know. I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, but um, I'm I trying think, to not think of her name because I'm still trying to think of that. Yeah, that's character. fine. I think it would be. Uh, that would be a, a safe way to enter, and not that you need to be. He needs to be safe in this. It's Bendis, but um, it would be a, a good place to go. I would like to see that character more because um, she was a lot of fun in those stories. Uh, gave Bruce a lot of back talk, which he needs sometimes. I'm done talking. You, yeah, man, I out? cannot remember who the All second right. character was that I was thinking. I can't. Remember. When he remembers, he will post it to the Twitter. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll put it on the Twitter, and then I will re- retweet it. Retweet it. Re- retweet it. You and know, and you make know sure it's only 140 characters. Where you would be able to find all of that on the Capeless Crusaders. At the CapelessCrusaders.com, your number one hub for anything related to the Capeless Crusaders. Uh, because that is about going to wrap it up for this week. Because okay. that's the news. That's the news. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I was trying to think of like a classic, like newsy <laughs> guy. like, But I don't. Uh, good night and good luck. Uh, anyway, my name. Stay classy, Sacramento. Yeah, is <laughs> David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. Not joining us this evening for varying reasons. Steve's at a birthday party. It's Amy's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Amy. Uh, IJ New Robot. And Piper had some emergency dental surgery that uh, he then streamed right afterwards and re-aggravated. Not a, not a smart move. So Piper is, uh, if he he's watching right, right now, now, he's high out of his brain. Hi. Uh, we're, on the me- we're on the medias. <laughs> on the medias. Joining me, uh, who might be uh, a more familiar face more often these days? Oh. We have our junior deputy. Okay, the junior's uh, back. Junior deputy cheeseburger. <laughs> well, the Batfleck might think that the Age of Heroes needs to come again, but I say that it is always here thanks to our veterans. Happy Veterans Day. Oh. My name is Manderson at this Manderson on the Twitter. That was creative. Thank you. I tried to top last time. I figured that was probably Dude, right. Last on. time, go back and if you if you have a minute, go back and watch the episode. At Anderson. least the last the last episode he was watch on. the whole thing. Yeah, but the last the... five minutes were hysterical. Yeah. Anyway, for the Capeless Crusaders, good night. Good night.